Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tome Travelers, a sci-fi fantasy book club where we talk about books, and it's a new month. It's a new book. What book are we cracking open this month, Whitson? Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think uh, we all are. Yeah, I've been talking about this book. In fact, this was the original book I wanted to do for the podcast, um, but Whitson kind of talked me into doing The Blade itself first. But I'm (laughs) glad he did. I'm glad he did. Um, So uh, this week, or this episode, we are only going to be talking about uh, prologue to chapter one. Very introductory, first thoughts on the books and things like that. So there is a spoiler warning for prologue in chapter one. Leave the comments spoiler free up to chapter one so anything past that please do not spoil anything we want to uh, be able to have fun discussions and things like that in the comments of the youtube video with uh you know the community so let's not spoil things for anyone um also at the end of this episode we are going to do a little segment where um we talk about cosmere tie-ins sanderson is known for this epic universe where he has like different elements of worlds and things tying in with each other. And so we're going to try and stay away from that in the main podcast. So that way, if you've never read any Sanderson before, and this is your first book, you can feel like nothing's going to get spoiled and be able to sail on through with us um, and click off at the end of the podcast whenever we go into that. But um, that will be a discussion happening at the end of the episode, and I'm really excited about it. So before yeah. we get into this first episode, Dylan, what is our fantasy question of the episode? So uh, our fantasy question this week is uh, if you could live in any f- fantasy world, which fantasy world would you live in? And um, uh, I thought for a while about this one, and there's so many good ones. We were like all sitting here like we like uh, Matt would say one. We'd be like, oh, that'd be great. And then Whitson would say one. It's like, oh, that's another good one. But uh, I finally decided on uh, Iglesia from uh or however you say that but it's from it's the world from aragon the aragon books dragons and magic oh, yeah and yeah it's beautiful i like yeah it. it's not a bad choice i mean there it it was like near apocalypse last time i was reading those books but yeah i'm i'm wanting to go uh before the the evil dragon rider <laughs> right, right. right yeah 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 the movie didn't do it justice yeah <laughs> Before Gabatorix. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Whitson? Uh, so I, I, I followed Dylan's lead from uh, last episode, and I went with a uh, non-fantasy novel world. I, I chose the Four Nations from Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. It's just, I, I remember being a little kid, seeing it, and just thinking it was the most fantastic thing I'd ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. I, you know, I've always always thought that i would be a firebender but then you know I'm, i'd probably be a boring uh, earthbender it's because the red <laughs> hair right? yeah well yeah. <laughs> so so if is, is that what what nation you would want to be brought up in to be a firebender or do you have a other uh, preference i just think it would be the coolest uh bending ability to have but no i think i'd be a, i'd probably be i just want to do it for the light probably be Earth nation. <laughs> yeah like i, I I don't even think fire is the coolest. It's just like I'd want to do the lightning. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, MD? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be basic here. I'm gonna go with the Shire, so Middle Earth, but specifically the Shire, because there are parts <laughs> of Middle Earth that I do not want to live in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I want to go to Mordor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like the the Shire, like second breakfast, you're always partying. It's a good time. You live in these little like 
huts that are built into the ground. I just love everything about the Shire, and I just want to stay there forever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a very romantic setting. Yeah, very much so. Um, okay. Well, that's uh, without any further ado, we can jump into episode four of The Tome Travelers. Okay, okay, so um, I'll give a little brief synopsis of uh, kind of what, what all we read and stuff like that, and then we're just going to jump into it and, and, and go big. So uh, we read the prologue in Chapter 1 of Warbreaker. In the prologue, we meet this guy named Vasher, and he's in prison, and we're like, why is he in prison? And he talks about how he beat up a um, priest. A priest, yeah, I was going to say religious figure. Same thing. He beat up a priest and was like, you're like, oh, no, why did he do that? And then you're like, wait, he actually was trying to go to jail. So he goes to jail and he ends up uh, escaping um, in order to go find a prisoner in jail who he then steals breath from. And we'll get into that in a little bit. He steals his breath and then kind of fades to black. Oh, we also learn about a rebellion during that time. And... Uh, go on to chapter one. We meet Siri, uh, the princess of Idris. And uh, she's kind of like this free love light, like loves life, gets to do what she wants. She likes not being important because she gets to get away with things. And uh, we meet her. And uh, apparently her older sister is in a engagement to go to marry the god king of a distant land or whatever. Um, but at the last minute, Daedalin, the king of Idris, sends Ciri in place of her sister Vivenna, which is the big twist at the beginning of the book. And so that's that kind like of a very hard choice either. Yeah. That's yeah. the <laughs> that's the brief synopsis of it. Um so let's talk like first impressions. Did you did you guys enjoy enjoy the little section of of literature that we had? Well, it's brought up like quite a few questions for me, which is usually a good thing. Uh, like, I, I definitely want to keep reading it. I'm really curious about like the systems and like why there's a sentient sword um, that's that's <laughs> killing people of its own volition uh, anytime it's drawn, apparently. Um, and then like how color fuels the magic. That's that's really. I, it, like only Sanderson could come up with this shit. I swear. Right. Like, I'm sure it's going to be interesting and like really involved because all of his magic systems are. But yeah, I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. And well, I have I... some opinions about uh, about Daedalin, but otherwise, I'm pretty. I'm just curious. I just have a lot of questions. Okay. What about you, Dylan? What were your first impressions? Man, I am looking so forward to it. I'm loving it. Uh, me and. Me and Matt obviously know a lot more about the Cosmere than Whitson, and so like I'm seeing shit that, that I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I know what's going on, and then it's like, I'm really, I really love the breath system, and like it, I feel like reading this book is going to explain more about the uh, Way of Kings, uh, or the Stormlight Archive books right. that we're all reading right now, and I think that's another reason we're all like really into this one is because it's a book we're all reading, or it relates to a book we're all reading. Right. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um. So yeah, where are you at on it? Oh, I I absolutely adore this book. So this is my second time reading this book. Um, oh, I read it. Okay. 
I read it once already about a year and a half ago. It was my very first ever Sanderson book. And it's what kind of sparked my, you know, love for the Cosmere. And so this is going in on my second reread and I'm already seeing things that I, I didn't see before. And it's making me really excited. So I, I, in, I'm, I'm just, just so excited. this section. Oh, you've yeah. seen things that, that tie in. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, there's okay, so well. much. <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, this book, Warbreaker, is set on its own planet and its own system in the greater works of the Cosmere. So it's not like there's a prerequisite to this book or you have to read another book after it. It's a solo book. Standalone, but yep. I really just love how Sanderson ties things together as a whole. So, And I think this book is like the, the cherry on top. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So I have one, before we get into characters, I have okay. one question. Uh, what the hell does banging a pot with your knife tell you about what is in the pot? Well, <laughs> it, they were talking about sound, man. Maybe you, uh, maybe that's got something to do with it. Like he can hear, uh, how the stuff's mixing together. I mean, I don't know. We can get as deep as you want, probably coming well, up. Well, you know, I've been a chef for quite a long time and I've never <laughs> seen anyone bang a maybe, knife I, against the pot. Maybe you should try it. Yeah, it might be a new yeah, technique. Maybe, maybe Sanderson knows something about cooking that I'm unaware right. of. We don't know the the rules of cooking yet in this in this universe. So. Oh yeah, you think the physics of stew are different? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, let, let's get into it. Let's get into Vasher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like you said, he's uh he's obviously in prison on purpose, trying to get these breasts. Uh, he says he used to have a a lot of them, but now he's like down to fifty, and he's trying to get more. But then it says that each person is only, is born with one breath. And then so, like, how are these people getting more, you know? Right. Yeah, that's, so, that's one of my questions. Oh, sorry, Andy. No, well, I was going to say, so the way that um, it's, and it's kind of like basically set up in here is every person is born with one breath. And uh, you can willingly give your breath away to someone. And it would obviously if I gave my breath to Whitson, he'd now have two breaths. You know what I'm saying? And you can use your breath to do things. We've seen wow. a little bit of what it of what it's able to do, but I'm sure yep. there's also some other stuff that we'll be able to see. So um, so that's just kind of like how the breath works. So we know that Vasher has gone on to accumulate 50 breaths, um, although I think it said that he didn't take it from individual people. Yeah, well, he said he yep. used to have a lot more, right. but now, now he um he's down to fifty, and he's he could he could jump back up to the fifth heightening, I believe he said, and he said he's just in the first heightening right now. But to do that, he would have to make some choices that he doesn't want to make, and so he's stuck taking breaths like he is. We see him take from uh Var, which is the guy in the prison, right? Who's also a leader of a rebellion. That right against Halon Halandrin Halandrin yes yeah Halandrin yeah. which um so how do you how do you feel about that how do you feel about Vasher's bargaining with him he said I'll give you a quick and painless death and, I mean it's ruthless yeah but I mean it's also um, it, it's showing mercy too well, I, I guess yeah, well, not yeah. technically because he's like well if you don't give me this I'm just gonna leave you but yeah I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> he, that he's gonna be some kind of anti-hero like. I, well, that's just the vibe I get from him. He's yeah. gonna be like a really grayscale, like anti-hero type character. Well, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming just from the like, the way everyone's acting, that the God King is bad, and he's obviously yeah. the one that rules Halandrin. Right. Um, 
and it said he's in the ninth height. He's just he's like the most powerful person there is. Right. He has the most um, breaths. Right. Most breaths. Um, and that these people that have these breaths, like high, higher breaths, they're called awaken awakeners. Uh, I think yeah, right. yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah. what it was. And that the country of Halandrin uh, is like the only place around that really accepts these people, which I thought was interesting. So it sounds like why, if these people are so powerful, why do does no one else want them to be a part of their country? Yeah, that's that's one question that I had pop up, and then one of the other ones that I had is like, so it like briefly mentions these like undead soldiers that have been awakened lifeless then, servants yeah the lifeless yeah, yeah. servants or yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're undead oh yeah I, they, they I think said in his army corpses. of the lifeless yeah well okay yeah. so the way it describes halandrin is land of returned gods lifeless servants biochromatic research and color yeah well then it also said that a stillborn child would turn into one of the um, returned gods so maybe it's like taking over the body or something like a yeah, reincarnation maybe. deal? I'll let you all speculate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I don't. Really I, I, that's me. that. That's um, something I'm really curious to see explained, and then I want to see how Vasher like fell from grace, and yeah. like what the choices are he's avoiding. Um, to the, like, can he get to the heightenings without doing them at all, and then that's what he's trying to do, or? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I want to see that develop. Then also this damn sword. I want. To... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in our notes, uh, our, sh our show notes. I wrote, it reminds me of the sword from Driz, the Kazadhi, the the yeah. sword that makes um, ah, oh, his Wolfcart. Well, anyways, one of the characters in the Driz books has a sword that tries to turn people evil, and that was the first thing I thought of when it popped up. But like, I, I want to see if like it's it's one of the awakened things like somehow it just got a shit ton of breath pumped into it and now it's like fully sentient okay. like someone put enough breath to bring it alive that makes sense yeah 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 so i've got a lot of questions about that honestly the the prologue gave me a lot more to chew on than chapter one right yeah that's yeah, why I, that. I think that's when we we're talking in our last book about how the prologue of that book wasn't really a prologue I, I I always think of a prologue like this where it's like yeah. it, it has this epic scene of like we're gonna give you the world and here's the world and you're like whoa breath rebellion king like lifeless like what are all of these things yeah. and then you kind of jump into a story with some exposition and some background information so it's like you're promised of this epicness and now you get to go on the journey of learning about it and that's what really excites me about Sanderson in this book. Yeah, here's a bunch of questions. Let's see how. Let's see. Let's answer them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of Siri? Yeah, going into chapter one. Yeah. Well, okay. You you already know about Siri. Right. What did you think about Siri, Don? Uh, so like 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 uh Matt was saying, she seems uh, pretty carefree and just like kind of is cool with standing in the background, which it seems like their whole culture is about standing in the background and like not standing out, not uh, like just being one of the masses. And like, that's like their religion, I guess. And then it's like, if you try to stand out at all, which it seems like she does, cause it talks about how she can't control her hair and she gets all these colorful flowers and stuff. And so if you stand out, it, it's seen as being like really vain and looked down upon. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it seems like she doesn't care about that at all. Uh, 
So yeah, I don't it know. Seems like I, she thinks they need a little vanity, a little yeah, color yeah, in their life. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, like, why I'm wondering about the color stuff, anyways, because it's it's like right or in that in Idris or they're like color's bad, but then in Haladrin they're like color. If you don't have color, like you're not. They call a uh, a Vosher a colorless fool. So I'm assuming that's a slur, a colorless. So it's, it seems like the exact. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I think Siri gives me the same type of vibe as Merida from Brave. <laughs> where like she's just like writing uh, oh, out the, Dis- the Disney, yeah, the Disney yeah, Pixar yeah, yeah, movie yeah. where she's always just like writing out like trying to like escape and then come back and like hide the, the fact that she just slipped out or whatever. And yeah, I, she just gives yeah, me that kind of vibe. Yeah. So. Well, how, how do you think she's going to fare in a Halidron? Because I have I have some theories. Uh, I I mean I feel like she's I feel like she's probably gonna be uh, maybe it's me being hopeful, but she's gonna be strong willed and she's gonna like turn it on its head and may, or maybe even the God King's not as bad as everyone thinks. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> well, I'm really hoping we don't have to see any like horrible scenes with this guy. I'm assuming this God King is old, if not like immortal or something. And she's 17, so like there's some problematic shit going down. All right, I I hope we don't have to read anything right. horrible. Well, I can't imagine Sanderson would write something horrible like that. Right. Well, um, like talking about you know Siri and like going to the God King or whatever. You also have to talk about Vavina, who was supposed to go, and it was kind of like implied with this treaty, yeah. but um because of a loophole instead of sending Vavina who had been, I think it said was trained her whole life for this. Like even, even when she was in the meeting with her dad was like, it's okay, father, I'm ready. I prepared for my, my life for this or whatever. And even then the King's like, you know, I would not miss Siri. Yeah. Yeah. I read that and I was like, God, this guy's a horrible father. (laughs) He's like, well, he's like, you're the perfect daughter. Meanwhile, Siri's the only person. uh, He even says, like, she's the only one that pisses me off. (laughs) Like, she's I don't like her, basically. Well, it, um, it said that, you know, like, uh, their hair, like, it, it changes based on their kind of emotions Emotions, sometimes. And they said Vivina was extremely well, she's so, so well capable of being able to like control it whereas siri just it just expresses herself you know what i'm saying and Mm. so that that kind of almost implies that vavina trained her whole life to kind of like hide some emotions right so that way whenever this event occurs she's ready to kind of you know be this daughter given up to the god king or whatever but instead last minute decision plot twist we're gonna send siri instead so how do you feel about daedalin about that well so really quickly on on siri that that's what i was getting at i have some theories on that because they the vivina is like insanely reserved and like regressive and i think i think it would have been like death for her to go to halandron but then siri is this person who loves color and like wants to be vibrant and expressive so, like, I, assuming, which is not a safe assumption at all, that the God King is not going to be a complete dickhead to her, I almost feel like well she's, there. yeah, I almost feel yeah. like she's going to do well there. So my theory with it is, like, why does the God King want this this random person from 
a, a random city to be his kid. And I, it makes me think something about, like, maybe there's something good in their blood, and that's why their hair's like that. Because yeah, colors, he, they did colors, say the bloodline. Yeah, well, color's yeah. obviously important. And so, like, right. if their hair changes color, like, that could be, like, they could have, like, old good blood, or old, uh, old god blood or something like that. Right. So I'm pretty sure it did say, um, like, Siri and Vivina, their family are, like, the royal bloodline they have like the yeah. royal bloodline which they like them... ran away or something right yeah, and they fled this, under the they fled the high kingdoms yeah. or whatever yeah. and so they uh this god king and halandrin they want a more legitimate claim to the throne so they want to get the royal blood into that kind of bloodline mm. i think that was yeah. kind of i think that was yeah that's line. yeah i'm pretty sure that that is what it said and like well, okay, one of the things that came up in Daedalyn's meeting with um, his commander, or or whatever it was, the soldier, uh, was the many war. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm assuming that's like the like a world war that was the thing that shoved them up into the mountains, or, or up into the northern kingdoms. Uh, but I'm curious to see like what, what comes of well, that. It sounds like the God King is like the king of everywhere except maybe Idris, because they're talking about how like he still sees us as rebels. And oh yeah, like maybe he's like a final empire kind of kind of guy. Yeah. Holding out, yeah. Almost like they're trying to establish an empire and they need the royal blood to yeah. fully fully like get the get support, support of everyone or yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, or to say that their family has some kind of divine calling to rule or you know whatever excuse they need. Yeah. Uh, can, can we talk I mean, they, about they, the they fact call that themselves the hair thing? Can you talk about the fact that the hair thing is called the royal locks? <laughs> Dude, I have rolled my eyes so hard when I read that. Um, <laughs> and bio biochromat what oh my god. Biochromatic energy, is that what it's called? I mean yeah, it makes bio- biochromatic like, magic, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 a little corny. Just a little. Oh well, yeah, it, it, I mean the word makes sense though. What? It, it sounds scientific. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's like, the thing. It sounds scientific in this like really, you know, medieval setting. Simple way. What's bio mean? What's chromatic mean? I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What you I want us it. to change it and say it in German? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... oh, uh, okay. Well, do you guys have any? Well, okay, you've already read it, Dylan. Do you have any crazy theories about where we're going? Um, I'm not gonna say a word. I'll save that for uh. <laughs> For uh, me and MD's uh, section. Oh, our Cosmere Connections. <laughs> yeah, our Cosmere yeah. Connections. Yeah. Okay, well, if y'all want to get into that, I mean, do we have anything else to talk about in the first two sections? Um, I oh, Okay, so I'll, I'll ask you both each this question. Um, because King Daedalyn uh, brought this up. He, I think he said it in his thoughts. He said, if basically he's sending his daughter over there to basically become a hostage right because this war is inevitable his general saying that and he said he could see he could not see himself folding in order to get vivina back but he could see himself yeah he could see himself yeah or yeah he could see himself folding to get vivina back but he doesn't say the same about siri yeah what would you would you as a king be able to make that decision over being a father so no. if i'm going if i'm going to war anyways like we're just gonna go to war like yeah, I, I get exactly. like it's, i get like it's a bad time now if it was if it would stop 
all my people from dying, yeah, I'd yeah, I could make that decision. But yeah. like, they would have to be like, you know, concrete. Concrete, yeah, right. yeah, that'd be like, yeah, that's my thing. Is like, if you know you're gonna go to war anyways, but I mean, I get that that the delay that he's like aiming for would save some lives, but they're still gonna go to well, war. Probably not anyways, so. because like they're the God King's obviously powerful enough to rule a fucking empire, and he's got like all these people that can all these awakeners or whatever, and Idris has like you're probably gonna lose. Like I yeah, just don't, yeah, yeah. I don't see a, a reasonable way that you win. They were talking about using the mountains and stuff. Like, okay, I'll just wait till next summer, you know. Like, yeah. Well, they they also don't have any color in their tiny little kingdom. They don't have any color there, so the awakeners wouldn't be very much use once they got there. Oh, presumably. That's yeah, I forgot about that because that's why he's kept in that prison that is all gray because he can't use his powers in there or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I I can't empathize with that decision. I read that and I got pissed off at Daedalus. I'm just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, okay. Y'all want to move into your Cosmere tie-ins? Yeah. So um, we'll so we'll go ahead and um, kind of like uh, wrap up Ended, here. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll probably play like the outro music uh right after this too to give people some time to click away because there's gonna be a lot of big spoilers ahead. Um, so, uh, yeah, we will, uh, cut here, cut off if you, uh, haven't read the Cosmere, like, or m mainly Stormlight is what we're going to be focusing on, um, up to Oathbringer and Dawn Shard is kind of where Dylan and I are going to kind of talk about just for a little bit. So, um, if yeah, you have read those, that... stick around, but if not, go ahead and click off here right well, now. Well, you want to do the share, like, subscribe, follow, and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, share, yeah, yeah. subscribe, follow. Um, as always, we keep need more the YouTube... fantasy questions. Yes, we do, and so leave those in the YouTube comments. Keep it spoiler free, um, again, so we can just have a good, fun community discussion. Um, and I'll go ahead and tell you where we're gonna read to next week. We're gonna read, or next week, next episode will be chapter two through chapter twenty-six. So twenty-six, chapter twenty-six. Okay. Uh, that'll give us, I think, some good things, some fun things to talk about. So, yeah, stay tuned for some Cosmere spoilers. Um, and, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you, Whitson. All right. Dylan. What's Here we that? are. The Cosmere Connections. <laughs> the commands, bro. And I'm surprised Whitson didn't bring those up. I didn't because I was like... I will, I will, I will spoil something. Like I'll talk about Don Shard. Right. Okay. So, 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 real, real quick, off the top of your head, what are the things that are like connecting in your brain? Okay. So we got breath. Obviously, we see Wit use breath at the end of Oathbreaker. Right. So you remember, there's like that little girl in an alley, I think. Yeah. And he yep. whispered into its ear, I think, is what it says. And it yeah walked it the doll yeah. walked into the alley or walked yep. towards the girl, and she walked out of the alley. So. Yep. So we've got breath. We've got commands from the end of Dawn Shard. We see a uh, Reese get uh or Rice Reese. Risen. Risen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Reese is the Arden. Risen. We see Risen get uh a command put in her. Which right. I'm wondering how that works because the way it sounded was like everyone could use commands if they had breath. But then we see right. like 
one of the big it says one of the big four commands so maybe there's higher commands right tiers of commands well and also remember it said it takes more breath to make more things happen right so maybe so. like the command that she got was like maybe maybe it's like something that doesn't require breath right and it's really powerful or something and then obviously we see uh we see the sword <laughs> we right see night blood night blood, <laughs> we blood. See blood. so okay uh, how do you think Night or Nightblood gets from the world of Warbreaker to Roshar. Do you have any idea? I have, I have no clue. The only thing I can think of is maybe commands, like okay, something to do with commands. Okay. Or doesn't someone say? Well, okay. Obviously, Wits in the Stormlight world, and he uses breath. Right. Maybe maybe Wit takes it over. Maybe okay. there's ways to get in back back in between forth between the worlds. Um But it gets over there somewhere. Somehow. Right. And I'm I'm assuming there's another sword because of uh that's gonna show up in this book. Maybe not the because of the commander from uh, Oathbreaker. I forgot her name again. But oh, she has yeah. the, um she's Azure, got that sword. I think it is. Yeah, Azure. That and she's looking for not or the person that's carrying not blood. She wants to get rid of the sword, and she's got like a sword that or a shard blade that's like we really weird. Right. And so maybe it's from this world too. Okay. Um. Real quick, I'm gonna read something from Dawn Shard to you. I'll I'll give you two two parts. This is at the very end of Dawn Shard. So Risen has just taken in the Dawn Shard. She has become the Dawn Shard. I don't even yeah. know if that's the right the right verbiage for that or not. Yeah. Um. But it says, and uh, Cheery Cheery um, is with her. It says, uh, Cheery Cheery chirped nearby from a set of towels she'd arranged into a nest. She looked so content now and full of color. Oh. Skipping ahead further, it says, Storms, was it her or did this tea taste extra good? She inspected oh. it, then glanced at the sunlight pouring through the porthole. Was it dot dot dot? Right brighter than I usual? I notice that. I Why did the colors that. in the room look so exceptionally vivid all of a sudden? And that's so it. Got, that's the only mention breath. of it. She got breath. So does the dawn shard have something to do with the breath? breath. Or maybe maybe it's a lot of breath. Maybe she... I don't, I don't, well, no, because he, he says it's... Over, Vasher says uh, it was overwhelming when he got just a couple hundred breaths. Right. So... We don't but, see I mean, her do that. Raisin obviously sees a difference, so Yeah, for sure. So so maybe she took in breath. Right. I didn't even know like I didn't even think about that. Like that just slipped through my mind. Well that's the thing is Sanderson puts little details like that. Because yeah. it's just one paragraph. It's just one paragraph in that entire book about it. And so, that's what when Whitson when Whitson called his writing style lazy the other day, I about lost my shit. <laughs> I was like, bro, how can it be lazy? I was like, keep reading the book. Everything Quit is intentional. Face value. Yes, everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. intentional. Um, so would you say that possibly like this Dawn Shard gave Risen an extra heightening? Could be. Um I don't know. I think I need to learn more about the colors, like what colors mean and like what Right, the... right, right, right. The, the the magic system. I need to learn what, how breaths work because maybe, well, he talks about how you need three things. You need a uh, command, you need color, and something else. Whoa, what's it say? Uh, 
breath, color, and command. You yeah. Three things: breath, color, and command. Uh, the harmonics and the hues, some called it. The iridescent tones, the relationship between color and sound. A command had to be spoken clearly and firmly in the Awakener's native language. Any stuttering, any mispronunciation would invalidate the Awakening. So that's interesting, too. It has to be in the Awakener's native language. Right. So almost maybe something more about... Um, well, honestly, what does that say also about um, your oath in Stormlight? You have yeah, to say true. that in a way that is true to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's got to. It's got to be personal. Yeah. Interesting. I just made that connection. So I'm thinking, like, honestly, like, breath seems almost like life force to me, and so maybe okay. like the dawn shard. Maybe maybe the dawn shard is like some like higher life force. Right. Well, because in a way, it almost gave Cheery Cheery life force back. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you have any other any other wild connections to make um not that it's popping up right on the top of my head i'm hoping i figure out who wit is because I'm, matt knows this has been driving me crazy at one point i thought he was god <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah maybe we figure out a little bit more about wit okay okay well uh we'll just we'll just have to wait until until next episode see see what uh see what pops up uh in a, in our book so um, but that's going to conclude our Cosmere Connection section and uh, episode three today. So appreciate you all joining in. Again, please share, like, subscribe, follow our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, tell your friends. It's a new book. Maybe you can get them to come along and read with you and us. So, um, yeah, we will uh, see you all next episode for chapters 2 through 26 of Warbreaker. All right, see you guys.